0: Welcome, Saints and Aints, to the third season of 30 Minutes with the Perries. What's up, y'all? It's been such a long time.
1: Yeah, man. Welcome back, Jackie.
0: Hey, Preston. We're not in a, a closet anymore. We're not in a closet anymore. Sitting on the floor, Indian Sitting style. Indian
1: style. Smelling our old <laughs> uh, drocks. Uh, who? Jocks. What is that? That's what um I've heard people say, refer to draws as jocks.
0: Oh, uh, I don't. I can't relate to that. Yeah, uh it's but your time, you you're a youngster. I suppose so. Um, it's been a it's been a lot that has happened since our last episode. A for, whole lot. For one, we've had a, an entire baby. You know. Go ahead, sneeze. It went away. Okay, we've had an entire <laughs> baby because the last episode, you know, my 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 feet were going. Dead, they was getting all tingly because I, I just couldn't stretch them out because the stomach was so big. Uh, we're inside of a panorama.
1: She mean pandemic, I don't know why she keep calling it a panorama. No, nah, I mean,
0: we're going through a pancetta, <laughs> you know, like it, it's this has been a long Pedialyte, uh, but we finally are getting like vaccines and things like that, yeah. And man. so, I'm good, I'm so glad that this proselyte is about to be over. Oh,
1: my goodness, you was hot mess. See, here's the thing. People have been on us about, when is the next 30 minutes with Paris? When is the next podcast? When do you got... And we've literally went through so much. I I think the main thing was the baby. Yeah, ja- when I tell tired. you tired. Ja- when I tell you Jackie back was breaking down, <laughs> she couldn't get off the couch right. And then when we had our, you know, our Sagey last baby, pagey. Sagey pagey, she came and she cried more than every human Child being we had in
0: the world combined,
1: and so she's a very needy baby, and so man, and I'm sorry to write, for allowing y'all I me. Mean, I'm not sorry at all. Well, I'm kind of sorry they they waited a long time, but uh, man, we had other priorities. Yeah, we did.
0: and I, <laughs> I had to I had to write a whole book. Yeah, it's just been a lot, but we're here. Yeah, man. You know, and so I, I, that's why we went to you know start this first episode with, by talking about a thing that's kind of a thing which is jesus and therapy i want my hoodie today jesus
1: in therapy yeah
0: because you know we we've we've tried to communicate the necessity of therapy and the i did of therapy you did Who but gives it, a
1: black man permission to feel
0: but like therapy is still like a a topic that has a lot of questions around it what like you know people think it's it's weird, or some people think it's ungodly. Like you don't, you're not trusting God if you you go to therapy.
1: So yeah, I was in um, Linux Mall and I was walking out, and I had this this hoodie on actually. And um, some you know older men saw me, and uh, he was like, "Hey, let me, hey, hey, come here, young man." He was like, "Come in." He was like, "If you got Jesus, uh-huh, you don't need therapy." Yeah, he thought and, that like, was profound. He said it like like he dropped the mic, like boom. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, like Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Uh huh. And I was real tired that day, mm-hmm. and I came home and told you this, but I was real tired of that day. I said, I bet it's five people in your life that wish you went to therapy. Peace! <laughs> share that big cake. You that's that's how you get back at people uh, in a godly and way. And I maybe I should maybe I should have <laughs> talked to him more. No, and, but it's true. Yeah, but it is true. And so, but a lot of people do have, um, yeah, a problem with. Jesus in therapy or Jesus plus therapy or whatever. A lot of people have a problem with it. And I think that the idea for a lot of people is they think that therapy is a replacement for
0: Jesus. Yes. Which, but the, I think the irony in that is that we don't look at any other, uh, like mental health or even bodily health, like help in that way. You know, like I don't think Jesus is less than when I take a Tylenol. Right. Right. I don't think Jesus, Jesus is my doctor. I don't think Jesus is less than when I eat breakfast. I don't think Jesus is less than when I got married. Yeah. Like, like just because, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, Jesus is our all in all. Jesus is everything. But Jesus has also given us good gifts to enjoy and to assist us to love him better. Yeah, And so I, I need food. Just as much as I need Jesus yeah
1: but but also i don't I don't think that we I don't think that people who have that framework or this that type of ideology has have truly processed that that way of thinking because I think that if you look at it, Jesus is essentially all we need but for since the beginning of the time he's always used people correct to communicate his 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 will to communicate um his his purpose for for, yeah. for one another and so mean- like for for example, let me just say this real quick. You know, Jesus is the great shepherd. Right. We don't go to church and say, Pastor, Jesus is my shepherd.
0: I don't need no pastor. <laughs> I don't need no I pastor. I got my God.
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> so in the same way, you know, why like why can't he use therapists in the same way that he used pastors? I, I agree. You um, know. Of course they you know, a pastor past you know, a pastor an office. Uh, position in the church but but you get what i'm trying to say like at the same time god can use
0: well they might say you know the the bible establishes a precedence for you needing to be submitted to like a local church Mm -hmm. right uh they might say you know the bible doesn't say that we have to or need counseling but i i do think that when the scripture says, "like in a multitude of counselors, there is safety." Proverbs 11 that there 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 is a real sense in which that can apply to therapy, yeah. because it's saying, you know, my brain and my trauma is causing me to think in ways that are unhealthy, and I need somebody who is trained, um, in the area of mental health to help me process this stuff in a healthy way and redirect me, um. To the place that I need to go, you know, and so I think ultimately that's what therapy, good therapy should do is make you aware of the places that you low key need Jesus. Yeah. And like therapists don't replace the Lord. A good therapist pushes you to the Lord. Absolutely. That's, that's a word. What, what, let me ask you this. When did you, when, like, before you started going to therapy what did you think about it? Like, did you have some hang-ups? Did you have off-like perceptions? Were you afraid of it?
1: Yeah, so for years, I, I got to give kudos to you because you're the one who said, Preston, you need therapy. Amen. Preston, you need therapy. Amen. Preston, you need therapy. Amen. Um, babe, what are we going to eat today? Uh, We're going to eat at such and such, but guess what? You, you need, need therapy. therapy. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I guess I, I guess you just think that I'm I'm broken. <laughs> you are, <laughs> uh, you know, you and so we we're all broken. But I was like I was just tired of you saying that I need therapy, and so I I, I think what I thought about therapy was um, sitting down in a room and letting someone pick apart your brain to mm-hmm. dissect your life to tell you how messed up you are. Got it. <laughs> um, and I also thought that it was low-key uh, kind of before i marry you um for crazy people
0: well yeah a lot of people think that yeah i think people are beginning to see that it's actually for everybody yeah it is yeah
1: um but then when i when i you know as i started to grow just in my maturity and whatever i still i didn't think it was cra- for crazy people, but i also thought it was just oh uh, let me just you know sit and, and help somebody you know Pick apart my brain, mm-hmm. um, and but when I went to therapy, I, I realized no, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, it it, it definitely is, and so I, I just you know I had I had my 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 hesitation of going to therapy just because I just like I don't one I don't trust people easily, mm-hmm. and so to sit down with a stranger and to tell them my deepest fears, mm-hmm. it was just it wasn't appealing to me.
0: Yeah, I think I didn't I didn't um, realize my need for therapy until me and you started to date because what was happening was w- when you started to pursue me I started to respond to you in ways that were mean that were yeah, crass they were. yeah they were but it it, <laughs> it felt like it felt like I was responding to you in a way that I did not try to and you know what I'm saying and didn't have a and you didn't have a voice for you didn't I always said, well, why are you responding? It's and like, I didn't know. I like, just I just was emotionally shut down. I didn't know I was emo- emotionally shut down. I didn't know why I was emotionally shut down, and I didn't know how not to be. Yeah. And so to me, it was like, oh, I need somebody to, to, to talk me through this. And so, like, my first experience with therapy, I was, we started dating when I was, what, 20, th- 22? Yeah and my therapist started to to show me it's just like no Preston's pursuit of you feel it feels like something you can't control and so your body and your emotions and your brain is in like fight or flight mode mm-hmm. so that's what's happening is you're you're terrified yeah. and you don't know anything else but to do you don't know what else to do except to fight mm. and that's what therapy like did for me where I was like oh I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, I now know what's happening here, and I now know what to give to God to help me not be afraid anymore. Yeah, so what
1: you're saying is the therapist didn't help, you know. She didn't fix, fix the situation. Oh, no. She just made you aware of the situation. Yeah. And because you was aware of the situation, you how to deal with And that's the same thing with me. Yeah. I, I think for me, you went to therapy way be- Way, way, before, way, way. Way before I did. <laughs> and so you were uh, – yeah, you were a believer of it way before I was. And I was like, man, it's helping her. And I think a lot of times we can be a little just self-righteous in our assessment of ourselves, especially when somebody else is I'm getting therapy. i think you don't need it. Oh, oh yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she definitely need therapy. Yeah. It's going to help us. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it was a humbling It was a humbling experience for you to come back to from therapy and you to tell me, oh, I'm getting better, but you need it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I think one of the things that I I had to realize is that, man, this therapist, like you just said, was it's, it's, God isn't going to use this, this therapy to help fix me. Essentially, he is the one that's going to bring the healing. Mm, he is the mm-hmm. one that's, you know what I'm saying? But he's just going to use this person to allow me to be aware of the things that I need.
0: But I think to that point, it. I was aware. I think what therapy has helped me to do is also be aware of other people's brokenness. Yeah. Like, going through therapy has really helped me. Uh, in ministry a ton where i see i see i'm able to like see the root of people's behavior that it's it's so it's usually not just sinfulness yeah is that this person is responding out of a trauma that's manifesting in a sinful way absolutely and so even with you it was i was seeing certain behavior um and certain patterns that was like huh some something something happened something is with that yeah that preston is unaware of and so used to that he doesn't even see it as problematic anymore yeah and so to me it was like i can't fix that as your wife you need a doctor yeah <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah and, and 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 that was a scary thing because i think in a lot of ways what we're talking about is a, it's a thing in therapy uh called triggers that they teach you about yeah And um, my therapist helped me to identify the things in my life that triggered me that I didn't even realize that triggered me. Give us an example. And so, for example, you know, I grew up in uh, a very hostile environment Mm -hmm. where cats was just always fighting, shooting at each other, you know, going to jail. Uh, I witnessed a lot of stuff. And so uh, when I was in sixth grade, I witnessed my first murder. Mm -hmm. um, And I witnessed it. Me and my friend Nick, we were on our bike and we witnessed a man— um, shoot his wife, and then kill himself. And uh, I just remember when I was, uh, yeah, like, in the, he it, he did it like right across the sh- street from my house. And mm-hmm. so when the police and everybody came, the ambulance came or whatever, everybody kind of sat in my yard, stood in my yard or whatever to watch, you know, the forensic people be out there and all of that. And I remember it was it was a summer day, it was in June, and it was really sunny outside. And all of a sudden it kind of got dark, Clouds came, and started raining, Mm. and this lady that lived a couple of houses down from me, she said, "Uh, look at that, it wasn't even supposed to rain today, God is crying for what had happened. Mm. And all of these people started crying when she said that. And it was deep because when I first saw the murder, i di- My brain didn't even know how to process what happened, right, and so I was trauma it was trauma right <laughs> yeah. and so i don't I don't necessarily recall being scared mm-hmm. I don't necessarily recall being uh, like I had to run mm-hmm. like I wrote in the poem uh a beautiful tale." like I literally couldn't move when it happened, and so my mind was trying to process what happened, and so when I saw all of these adults started to show emotion that clicked, something clicked inside of me that I, like, I should be emotional. Mm-hmm. They didn't even see the murder, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Me and Nick saw the murder. Right. And, and you know, and so what What I saw throughout the years was when I went to, yeah, so back, backtrack. When I went to therapy... She began to just walk through all the trauma that I experienced in my life because mm-hmm. when I first went to therapy, she noticed that I had, you know,
0: uh, PTSD, mm-hmm. um, which you thought was like a Italian dish <laughs> or something. I was like, "What? What I got? <laughs> what? I got pepperoni, right? <laughs>
1: what? What is? Am, am I gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, no, she said like, you have, you know, uh, post traumatic sh- stress, mm-hmm. you know, and and so she began to start she she started walking me through my trauma, or whatever and we got to this moment in Sixth grade when I saw um this murder and she said what happens when you think about the murder what what happens that make you think about the murder and i was like for some reason i i realized that every time it's sunny outside and it starts to rain randomly like that day i immediately get depressed mm. and i immediately feel this this same sadness mm-hmm. And I remember one day I was um you were gone and I was uh, with Eden in autumn. This is way before we had Sage and I was, you know, with the kids and it and it's and it started to rain. I just got depressed and I just I, I was just in this stupor and I could I couldn't identify why mm-hmm. or whatever. And she helped me to see like, no, that's a trigger. Right. You know, you have things that happen in your life that, that pops up that make you feel a certain way and it affects your physical health, it yep. affects your mental health. And if it does, it's going to affect how you parent. It's going to affect how you love your wife. And so one of the things that she showed me is that, no, we want you to be emotionally aware mm. of these triggers so you can be emotionally healthy, mm. not just for yourself, but for your family, and and then thirdly, for your ministry. Amen. And so I, I had to realize that like this woman, God is going to use this woman to help me recognize the things that I need to be aware of so I can be a better Christian. Yeah.
0: I've, I've had about... I think four therapists over the years, just because we've moved, you know, to different cities. And uh, I remember talking to one about the, the content of my counseling and therapy is usually centered around, you know, my sexual trauma in particular. And I remember my therapist asking the question of, she said, do you remember... Your dad hugging you like in your like when when you can recall like the first time being touched by a man. Is it your father? And I was like, Nah, I don't I don't remember him hugging me. And she was like, but you can remember, you know, your molestation when you were like five or six. And I said, yeah. And she was like, don't you think that you've been impacted by the fact that the first man to touch you was your abuser? Wow. That's deep. I was like, dad. So then when Preston touches me, my response, it doesn't feel safe because I wasn't introduced to mm. like physical touch by a man that was safe. Yeah. And so the, those types of things is like, whoa, I'm over here thinking I'm just weird, you know, and that like touches make me feel strange. But it's like, no, my body is responding to the fact that, like, touch was abusive and, at the hands of a man.
1: And this is the reason why therapy is so important. It's because I think if we know that there's so much spiritual implications of, you know, to, to, to speak into how we love one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. But there is a psychological right, aspect right. of us loving one another, right? Because one of the things I learned in therapy is that, not only does the does a, a a man teach a woman what it what what to expect from other men in the world. Right. This is your first representation of what manhood is. Right. In a lot of ways, it's vice versa for for, for women. I Me, mean, uh, for you know, women. Women are the first representation to a, a young boy uh-huh. or a young girl of how to engage with other women. Women, yeah. You know, and so a lot of my mommy hurt played a played a factor. Um in, you know, how I see, you yeah. know, I think we're going to talk about that uh, on another podcast or whatever. But just, man, like, I think that if we realize that therapy helps us to see how society and our life has taught us to view the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, we can't even love our brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. because of our trauma. Yeah. It just helps us be better, brother be- brothers and sisters in Christ.
0: Yeah, like, for me therapy has not made me whole yeah but it's definitely made me aware and i i feel like it's god has used it as a conduit of healing yeah um because being, w-
1: being aware of your brokenness essentially can make you whole
0: right? y- yeah i mean you can't because it's there's a there's a kind of blindness that i think we all live with where we don't know why we do the things we do yeah. we don't know why we think the things we think you you have you have you got cats that are like you know uh super insecure or always dealing with comparison and you think it's just a sin problem and it is yeah there's a there's an element of you know uh pride associated with that but it's also you might have been uh, raised in a family where you and your sister's gifts were always compared. Yeah. And so now you go through life having a, a field day on Instagram because you can't seem to just enjoy what other people's had, what other people have without comparing it to what you have. Mm-hmm. Why? Because now we need to uproot the fact that your identity was always set against someone else's uh, things yeah. and giftings. And so this so is so much. Yeah, bro. I knew I knew
1: a person who, who in Chicago, who, couldn't really flourish in church community because they were always so defensive, mm. and a lot of the church leaders tried to help this person walk through. And it wasn't until this person was a therapy but this person realized that, like, no, I was attacked in my home so much. Yeah, the only time I can really, really function or feel safe is is to defend myself. Yeah, even when people are not attacking me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, yeah, like.
0: Now, what would you say, though? Because I I feel like it's easier to convince a woman that she should go to therapy. Men, however, like, y'all are the different breed. And so I guess what do you say to men who are like, nah, bro, like, I'm not finna sit on no couch with my, like, legs crossed telling this lady about when I was six and my daddy didn't say I love you. (laughs) So, with the Perrys is is going on tour. Straight is. Don't know if you knew that already. Yeah. I think we're doing 14 cities.
1: Oh, yeah. You wanted me to say something.
0: We're doing 14 cities. And uh, he's going <laughs> to talk about apologetics. And what you going to talk about? I'm going to preach some, some Bible. And then we're going to have a live conversation with the Saints about... Something that you pick. We're gonna give y'all the opportunity to pick the conversation that we actually end up having.
1: And it's gonna it's gonna be God glorifying. It's uh it's going to be uplifting um to 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 the body of Christ. But mm-hmm. we are gonna have fun. I think so. We are gonna have a lot of fun. A lot. Also too, a lot of y'all have been trying to get the bold apparel merch, and I'm bringing all the merch on tour. Oh like, yeah, like all of it. Beautiful. And, you know, and we're also coming on tour with our books, with oh, my yeah. new book, uh, all of Jackie nineteen hundred books. It's only four. Uh, it's it's a lot. Um, and so man. Be on the lookout, man.
0: All right. So show notes www.withtheperries.com forward slash tour.
1: <laughs> That's a good question. I think that in a lot of ways, men are afraid to feel. Um I think Where'd that, you hear that? Um, my poem, Who Gives a Black Man Permission to Feel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think that men are afraid to feel. I think that to process our emotions. Uh, it's 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 essentially
0: saying you want me to be weak, hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you so therapy want... feels like you want to tap into some weaknesses. Yeah. Or yeah.
1: you want you you want me to be vulnerable. I remember the first time that I sat down and talked to a therapist, I was just really afraid. And I think jokingly I said I said to her, "I was like, you're probably gonna try to make me cry doing these sessions, but mm-hmm. I'm not." And she was just like. Well, that's something that you got to wrestle through in your own heart. Mm. And I very, I find she was like, I find it very funny that that's the first thing you thought about. Mm. And I was like, Ooh, don't be coming at my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I had this, I had this, this fear in the back of my mind that man, she wants me to be, you know, she wants me to be broken. You know, she wants me to to be open and vulnerable. And I think that 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 you know makes a lot of men afraid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also think that. especially for men that have families i think they're really afraid of looking weak before their wives Mm. and their children they want us they want they want to be viewed we want to be viewed like superheroes
0: yeah
1: um but yeah we can't be superheroes if we don't deal with our trauma
0: you can't um because you know pride is never healthy and so I, i feel like the better route is always what do I need to do to make sure that I can show up in the way that God wants me to and I think our mental health is a part of that. Our mental health really does matter because we have pastors and leaders of church uh churches committing suicide all because they don't have somewhere to go. Yeah. And say, "You know what? I'm sad. I'm in a really dark place. Yeah. I have a lot of burdens." Like there there is something there is something godly and good about being able to say, I just need help. Yeah, and I I, I wish people understood that because I think for people who
1: don't like therapy, it it if you if you really look at it, it it goes and it speaks to so it speaks so much to how we were created. We were created to express ourselves. Like having all of this trauma and having all of this the stuff inside of us was not how God intended intended Mm-mm. for it to be but also to express yourself to people who don't know what to do with what you express mm. can also be in a lot of ways just as, as, as damaging and explain so, that so i so i think a lot of times people don't want to express their trauma because they don't know how th- uh, they're afraid of how you're going to deal with what they express oh yeah the and
0: shame sh- of things yeah or yeah. or
1: are you going to handle what I say with care, yeah, and so I think the church plays a role in supporting and you know, but a lot of times things in our lives are nuanced yeah. and complicated, and so to talk to somebody who's trained, you know, and trustworthy and trustworthy, yeah,
0: because I, I think that just that 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 begs the question of where do I go to find good therapists and good counselors, and I, I for me, it's always been. Going to counselors and therapists that are recommended, yeah, uh, you know, like my friends that are th- in therapy who I see, you know, are, are becoming better and all that type of stuff. It's like, where do you go? Yeah, you know. And for me, I've always preferred. It, it's not a law, but I've preferred therapists with the spirit that are Christians. Yeah, um, because there is something unique about sitting across the room from somebody who not only has the education about mental health, mm-hmm. but who has the spirit. And, and so they're, they're led by the spirit and how they apply what they know. Yeah. And that's just different. Cause that was our <laughs>
1: experience with our therapist.
0: Oh, all of my therapists. Yeah. It's like, Oh, the Lord is here.
1: Well, I've only had one and one. one Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> You 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 well versed yeah, in this therapy. All of my of- therapists, all nine of them, they were great. I mean, they spoke to this and I got
0: to- issues, child.
1: You know, um, but yeah, that that was you know because the therapist that we have, uh, you know, that we went to together, she was an older lady, been serving the Lord for forty years, been a therapist for thirty five years. Yeah, and she was just so motherly. Yeah, she was, and caring. You know what I'm saying, and discerning, but at the same time, she was like. You know, I, I remember one time I was sitting there on a chair. She said, Preston, your your, your posture has changed. Mm-hmm. You're closing up. Mm-hmm. I was
0: like, you, oh, you see that? <laughs> you see me. You, you see, see me. everything. You see me. I remember <laughs> I, I sat down with, at my ther- my therapist's office in Chicago. And she was like, uh, she said, are you okay? I said, why? She said, your leg is shaking. Your jaw is clenched. Your hands aren't relaxed. She was like, "Your your body is telling on you,"
1: Oof. and it made me Come mad.
0: On, poet. No, that's what she said. It made me mad because it's like, I, I ain't even said nothing, <laughs> and you know I'm going through something. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, "Oh, you're not supposed to know all that." That
1: was back in the day, and I remember you being more and more open. Yes, as our marriage went on, and how it helped us. It really did help. And I, I've been getting to like praise the Lord for their good thank you for therapy Lord it's yeah. really helping Jackie we gonna be better <laughs> it, it, and i was like you, you you, need it too you know hello well I guess this is my question for you babe how has ther how has therapy helped you as a wife a mother Christian holistically looking back from when you first started to
0: go to I'm, therapy I'm, back I'm, the I'm nicer <laughs> you are <laughs> I'm, I'm way nicer um Oh, bless you. (coughs) Oh, we bless you on today. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm a nicer person. And that's because I don't have as many defenses. Hmm. You know, I was, I was, I was mean because I've been, I've been abused emotionally. I was in third grade. I was bullied. I was made fun of. I was abandoned by my dad. I was rejected. And so, I had to walk through life with my guard up as yeah. a way to protect myself, and does that mean that I still don't have my guard up? I definitely do, but I'm—I don't depend on that to protect me as much as I used to. Yeah. I depend on the Lord, and so I think that's one. Is I'm just a nicer person. Yeah. I think another thing is I'm I I'm I'm I'm, I, I'm more perceptive of like. I guess myself and the things that bother me. I don't know. I just, I feel all around just a, I'm just more lovely. I I guess that's the best way I could put it.
1: And also what I hear you saying is you're more free.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: You're just more free to be the person that God made you to be. Because
0: the thing is, I have this theory. I might've shared this on the podcast before. And my theory is, is that the, the, God has given us our personalities, yeah. right? Like that's, that's who we are and who we always, always will be. A part of the problem with sin is that sin has manipulated our personalities and the traumas and the sins against us has caused us to kind of like be these people that God never intended. But sometimes we need to sift through who like what is like who is the person that God made me to be and who is the person that sin has made me to be? Ooh, and I think I think a Teach part us. of therapy is like getting all that nastiness off of us so we could just be ourselves. Yes. And by being ourselves, I don't mean the sinful us. I mean, the sanctified free us, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, like a filtering system. Like, man, it's so much. Trauma, because, tr- you know, God never originally never intended for us to live in this fallen world. No. And I tell people all the time that if you have lived in this fallen world, you are a victim of trauma. Absolutely. We've all been tra- traumatized in one way or, or, yes. or, or another. And so. Sin, sin is traumatic. Sin, yeah, sin <laughs> is traumatic. And so, like, of course, you know, you sin is a real thing, but it, it's because of, you know, our trauma that causes a lot of our sin. You mm, know what I'm saying? Mm. It helps us respond to people in certain ways that we shouldn't. Mm. And so, yeah, I, 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 I'm a great, you know, witness of your, your growth in that. Cause in the beginning it was rough. Yeah. But when you are a free person and you're not, mean or defensive mm-hmm. you're a very pleasant person to be around thank and you I, th- in therapy you know i'm so glad that ther- I'm, th- I'm i'm
0: getting better i'm
1: so glad you were the therapy. i'm
0: not i'm not all I'm, the way I'm there shout right now you don't know how but that's okay
1: Wow, you didn't have to put me out there like
0: that but i did <laughs> and guess what you're safe in christ right i'm safe. you're seen in your well, my non-shouting self hello so yeah <laughs> man y'all like we got we got problems Go to therapy. And that don't be ashamed of that. Uh be proud of it. Yeah. To say, like, in my weaknesses, I am made strong. I will boast about my weaknesses. Yeah. And that is all right. Because one day, guess what? We're gonna be in glory all glorified and all free from all this nastiness but in the meantime in between time god has provided his church with cats and resources to help us think and renew our minds in a way that glorifies god so that we can love him and love our neighbor well
1: and for the person out there like i said who has their concerns about therapy or their questions about therapy i think my encouragement and my challenge to christians is to not limit god i think that a lot of times we when we hear people say they're going to therapy, we can think that they're limiting God because they're using a, a quote-unquote outside source to 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 get better, whole, you know. But I think in a lot of ways we're the ones who are limiting God when we think that God cannot use anything
0: well.
1: to help us. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of our pastors are able to be passes that they are because they have a person that they can sit down and process their emotions and their feelings uh, with so um god uses he can use anything and i think god has used and will continue to use therapy um for the sanctification of his body so amen be encouraged saints
0: amen go get some help go get some help now bye
1: peace